All right, Calvin. On the hotline, we've got our friend Orlando. I can say you weren't talented enough right. to get have a, like, a real job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for running all of the, all of the yeah. like, shots back. <laughs> Appreciate you recapping all those for us. Are we on hold or, or are they live? Oh, no. Well, I had to pot you down because you were yeah. trying to advertise on our station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Orlando and the Freak Show from Wild 94.1. I like to, Orlando, I don't know how you put our relationship, but I like to say we're dope from back in the day. I like to say we're gang gang. Yeah. <laughs> gang gang. What up, man? man what's, what's going on? So on, guys? How y'all doing over there in the fight land? Listen, I have that under, uh, plead the fifth. Would you go down on Lizzo? I mean, listen, I've been known to, you know, eat in many places. <laughs> I have never seen you with a fat girl. Um, I have been uh, with big girls before, uh, but, I mean, that was much more before my radio career. I mean, I got I got better options. Well, yeah, we were all with fat girls I before mean, we were famous. You got Amanda. Yeah. You, got, you know, you got Amanda because she saw a mic in your future. <laughs> listen, you, wouldn't be able to get you, that can say, you can say whatever you want, but I got Amanda while I still wore jean shorts, so winner right here. <laughs> All right, so why are you trying to, like, you know, disparage the uh, reputation of my... Whoa, 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 whoa. Listen, I don't think anybody could be more clear in the fact that I'd say that Meredith has earned her position in Tampa Bay Radio by hard work. I don't know. I'm just finding out rumors yesterday that she slept her way to the top. And when, when people are saying slept with her boss, are we to assume that that boss is MJ? That's what she said on air to everybody when she was mad at him. Yes, she wow. went on air Listen. on yeah, across the street and then she started talking mad stuff about me. So as a guy that's why I hate her. I as a guy who's been accused of sleeping with people's wives before and all that stuff, I know what it's like to be the victim of a rumor. I don't know that to be true. And Meredith, I I think you're a sweet girl. I think you're beautiful and I'd have nothing against you, but I would I was moved when I heard the emotion come out during Plead the Fifth where you said, I would put my hands on that jabber draw girl. I would I would ring her neck. You wanted to kill her. Well, you know, Orlando put the question out there for everybody in the room. And when it came to me, it's not like she's ever on my mind. It's not like I ever have thought about her. But randomly, I was asked a question. I was thinking about somebody in my life that, uh, you know, hurt my feelings about something they said. And boom, she she popped in my head. And, they and they then, asked me the question. And I th- I never I haven't thought of Jeff Shrinsky in years. Oh, it came to my mind. I was like, Jeff, he was the name I said right after. I, uh, listen right to after me. She- I almost texted you how much I loved you when you said that, but and then I got sidetracked by the Meredith thing. That's so funny. You also said, how do you think, what's that? How do you think the fight would go between Meredith and the Jabberjaw? Well, I have to tell you, they're both, uh, I would imagine, about the same size, but Jabberjaw seems more from the streets. Ooh. I don't know, man, but Meredith is from Duval County. Yeah. Meredith is a Disney princess. <laughs> Oh, my God. All right, so wait, has Carmen fought yet? Yeah, Carmen's fought before. She fought Anna, who also works at the station. And listen, nobody wants to fight Carmen. Carmen's an athlete. Yeah. Thank you. For real, I saw her doing like a handstand the other day. Yeah, Yeah, she's she's got it out. Carmen's going to fight a guy next. That's the only thing I was going to (laughs) say. Uh, so, so I mean, I know y'all y'all into this. Meredith, is, I can't let y'all put Meredith in uh, ring. Listen, listen big daddy, settle down for a second. <laughs> uh, I know you're coming to the, to the defense of your of your of your teammate there, and I get it. But I'm not the one who wants to fight her. I'm not mad at her. I, all I'm saying is, she said she would lay the hands on her, and I think that this would be a great opportunity. In fact, Jabberjaw, say hello to Meredith and Wild. Hey. 
Hey, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> this would be a good opportunity to get a lot of stuff out in the air. Well, originally the question was, would I hit? Who would I hit without any repercussions? And you, I mean, and you want you. you, you That's you, what you it was. You would, run, you would run up on her if you could. And I told the backstory that I got a job over her, and she had a lot of animosity towards me, and she turned into a massive bitch because of it, and she still has uh, this animosity. So I, honestly, I don't think about her. She's not. A, she's a waste of my time. This is a waste of a conversation because listen, I'm not a tough guy. I never was. I never will be. So I'm not fighting unless I would get like but a you want ton slap of money. Her. But you want to slap her? Well, in my mind, yeah. You want to slap her? All right. All right. So, don't mind being slapped. So, uh, Jabs, are you there? Yep, I'm here. How? What about if we got the two of you in the ring, and instead of fighting, you did an old school one for one slap fight? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a, a weight glove. We could even well, let I, Meredith go first, and Meredith could have the opportunity to slap the taste out of Jabber's mouth. But if she doesn't knock her out, then it's coming back right around. I mean, if, if that's what she wants to do, if she's still mad at me that she wants to hit me, then I'm I'm down for it. But um, Or do you like I, her? I do you want to make up? Do you guys want to make up, or do you want to continue? I'd rather see you fight, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> If I hurt her feelings that bad, well, first of all, I didn't become a massive bitch because she got a job over me. I've always been a massive bitch. You treated but... me like a bitch when we worked together. No, she said she's always. You treated me the same way, Meredith. Don't act like you're this innocent little thing. Like, okay. please do not do that. And so, uh, yesterday, I um, was looking at um, the Wild ninety four point one like YouTube channel, and she admitted. That she's slept her way to the top during a plea the fifth segment. So with I'm not whom? exactly sure. With whom? I don't know. I, did, did a segment. I, I sat through all of those things and I don't remember that. Yeah, we are all in the room at the same time when that happens. And I never uh, I never said that first of all. Here you are again spreading rumors you did. about me. You are you the did. most person on this planet. Let me tell you why. You're the reason why you're keeping women down. And you guys are all looking at me right now because it's true. You <laughs> Woman that just wants to put other women down. I did not sleep my way to the top. It was hard work. What are you doing right now? Uh, preparing for law. You're just looking like you're pathetic. You're just pathetic. You admitted to wearing bloody outfits to get jobs. You're the problem with Me women. Too. You're the problem. Okay. So, the outfits to get a job. Okay. All right. Thank uh, you. Real quick, I just like to say. Come on, let's settle this like women. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'll knock her out. I've worn a slutty outfit before. I, right. Listen, I get. If I wear like something that's low cut, now I'm a slut. Is that what you're trying to say? Listen, I'm not getting into your words. Don, a reword. Blair, I'm not getting into a pit with anybody. You're not worth my time. That's it. Well, obviously I was if I'm, like, that close on your mind. Listen, it was just a fun segment we do on this show, sweetie, and that was it. You just popped in my head for two seconds. And I mean, I, I mean, I think you obviously don't like her, and I mean, and obviously, Jabba Joe, I think you are, you are, because I don't know you at all, so I, sure. just, I we've never met, but I do kind of see that you are enjoying this kind of limelight, and so you might be thrust, throwing a lot out there. So you can keep this. No. no, in her defense, I had to track her down and call her up. She didn't call me. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm and this long lasting career you said she had, I'm still trying to scratch my head about that. So I mean she's getting Look, a lot of She worked right on now. three number one morning shows. Doing what? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I've been here since Jesus and I don't know her.
So it is what it is. Uh, so, I mean, how are we going to wrap this up? Because we got to go. Uh, with a, Oh, man, you're the boss. Why do you can't? You don't even got to go. Stretch it out a little bit. We got to play some Lizzo. Oh, I, mean, I mean, everybody got to get their point out. So, I mean, we're good. What, Meredith, you got anything else to say? No, I, I, I'm i over it. I'm done. Um, I, like I said, she doesn't think about me. I don't think about her. And we'll just if go. If y'all roll up, if like it happens that. like if y'all see each other at the PDQ. Right. Like, you know, would you just roll up and just bust her in the face one good time? No. But then you could go to jail. This is an opportunity that you have to not get in trouble. Because I work at Wild? You called me ghetto because I worked at this radio station. No, no, no. I'm saying if you do it in public, if you do it off the whim, if you, like, this is an actual sanctioned fight. You did did call her ghetto, though. That was kind of rude, you know. (laughs) I mean, all our audiences, like, they want that smoke. I I called her ghetto because she had a little bit of a tinge in her, a little bit of an accent when she talked. This was the first time. This is the first time I've spoke up about this at all, and all I'm saying is there's no repercussion getting into the ring. Yeah, Yeah. it's Carmen. What Carmen's saying is there's no legal, there's no legality. You could kill each other, and nobody goes to jail. It's called mutual mutual combat. combat. Yeah, she needs to go just do her thing. I'm sure she has a lovely life. Go ahead and and do you. I'm gonna do me, and then that's it. How did I miss it out on the sleeping with somebody to get the job? Uh, That's yeah. what I want to know. <laughs> the rumor. Like, really? I mean, we'll sp- like, I we'll send Spanish over, Orlando. Jabs, yeah. I'm going to put you on hold. Uh, All right, man. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Before we go, let's wrap, let's wrap it up. Before we go, I get to ask you one under oath question, and you get to ask me one plead the fifth question. What? Uh, wait, like now? Yeah, right now. Okay. All right. Hey, all right. And, and we, we, so how does it go? We, we, will, we, get, we, get, we get to tap out or what? No, no, you gotta, you gotta, you, you gotta, to gotta answer. answer. You gotta answer. Okay, all right, here we go. Is it about Lizzo again? No, no, no. I, <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. Who's going first? Uh, d- I don't care. Uh, okay, you go first. <laughs> how, how many chicks at Wild that work there have you had sex with? <laughs> how many chicks at Wild over the years? Not here? just not now. I mean, like over the years. Over the years that yeah. I've been here, how many chicks at Wild have I slept with? Yeah. Two. And who are they? <laughs> <laughs> That's another you, question. You, you, just tag, you just text that one to me just for my own safety, you know. My question is, if your arch enemy called you and said, listen, I've been a douche for a very long time. I've lost every bit of my radio credibility. i just like to put down all of the drama and be friends. Would you agree? Or would you hang up the phone and call me and say, you know what this is? <laughs> <laughs> um, how would you respond to that call? See, I like that you asked me this for the entertainment value, but we've been friends for so long, you know the answer to that. I'd be like, <laughs> You know what that fat cross-eyed bitch is calling me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I love you. I love Meredith. Thank you for being cool, and uh, good luck to you guys. I appreciate it. All right, man. Holler. See you, See you. Love you. you. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. <laughs> gang, green. <laughs> gang, green, everybody. That's uh, Orlando and the Freak Show on Wild. Mm-hmm. See, radio shows can get along. Mm-hmm. Uh, com- competing morning shows, competing radio companies. We can get along. We don't have to hate everybody. Um, but man, that would have been nice. If we it's interesting. That, that was a quick back out. It was. Yeah. I, I let Jabberjaw uh, go because she is uh, at work. Oh, okay, and because yeah. I knew that there was no way Meredith would fight. Uh, and I want to point out, uh, Jabberjaw wasn't pursuing this. I right. called her at work. I convinced her to go on the air and asked her to do this. So she wasn't trying to get in the limelight. But I will tell you, she is game.
She oh, was yeah. ready to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not ready. saying I won't find another fight for her. <laughs> yeah. I'll find a girl that looks like Meredith. <laughs> yeah. I'll put a bird in a dress and let them beat that up for <laughs> oh sure. Meredith looks like one of those pretty oh, birds. Yeah. What are those things yeah. called? Sand, sand crane. Sand crane. Yeah. She looks like a pretty sand right. crane. That's not an insult. That's like no. to say I'm a handsome gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> I am a handsome no. gorilla. I would have stopped that handsome. But, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Spanish. <laughs> Josh, good morning. You're on the Mike Calder Show. No. You're not. Good there man. you are. Start o- sorry, Josh. Start over. I had the phone thing off. I got an idea you could pitch to him. If Meredith's going to cop out for a fight, why don't you do like an old-fashioned roast battle? No, that's mm. gay. This is a, listen, fights, uh, f- roast battles are great. Roasts are great. Comedy's funny. But this is a fight. Punch-out's about fighting. Punch-out's about real fighting. It's about fun fighting. And it's about getting, it's about getting old debts squashed. I, and that's what I wanted to, to be. I was running tape on Orlando's show to see if they said anything after we hung up. They they didn't. No. I was hoping there'd be like some trash talking. No. We're too good of friends. Yeah. I mean, Orlando and I talk a lot. You know what I mean? And uh and he know like I knew all his inside stuff when he when that I forgot about that. They asked him who would you lay hands on and he said DJ Shorty, which is this little DJ that keeps trying to get a job there and Orlando keeps blowing him off or whatever the deal is because he's not talented and he keeps telling the world that he's gonna Sue Orlando, and uh, he's, he makes YouTube videos. It's crazy. Uh, and he did say that, like, as a joke. And then he said Jeff Shrinsky. And Jeff Shrinsky's a guy we used to work with who was a good enough guy. And then he did something to a mutual friend of ours that's got everybody angry. And for him to bring that up, I thought it was pretty cool. I was going to text him, but then the whole Meredith thing came up, and I'm like, oh, I got a bigger picture here. Well, who's your number one? If we ask that question in here. To put hands on? Yeah. It wouldn't be... It wouldn't be anybody that you guys would expect to hear. You know what I mean? Like, I would be old school. It's funny because whenever that was asked and I thought, okay, who immediately pops into my head or is there somebody I've been thinking about? I can't think of really anyone. Like, I don't like, there's a lot of people that I'm like, ugh, I don't like, but I don't even care about them. You know what I mean? That's the thing. So I've told this story before, but I'll give you the the shortened version of it. Um, When I was in eighth grade, I played basketball for my school. On the uh, CYO League, the Catholic Youth League, we played other Catholic school teams. It's a bunch of white kids who couldn't play basketball. And I, on the last game, I had two coaches. On the last game, we were doing a, uh, uh, we were doing bad. And one of the coaches said, "There's not a kid on this team with basketball sense." And I said, "No coach either." I don't know why I opened my mouth. Just uh, foreshadowing of what was to come in my life. <laughs> And he said, what did you say? And I went, nothing. And I immediately started to crap my pants. I was like, nothing, nothing. Then it went away, and, and, and nothing happened. And then halftime, we didn't have locker rooms. We had, like, a hallway between two doors on the side of the stage. And that's where we would go and have, like, our coaches meeting where you tell us, do you go here, you cover here. And the coach had a basketball, and he was talking about a play. And he went, and then you pass it. And he looked, and he no-looked past the ball, and it hit me right. He threw it right in my face mm. because I had made that comment. I'm 12 years old at the time. And now my parents were divorced. I was on and off with my father over the years, so I couldn't run home and tell my father, you know. So I've lived with that anger until I was in my <laughs> 20s. And then when I went back to Staten Island when I was uh, in college, I went to that guy's house to beat him up, and he was not there. And uh, his wife said he now worked at the A&P. So I went to the A&P. He was working at the A&P, and I went up to him, and I said, uh, Coach, my name is Mike Calte. You remember me? You were my basketball coach. He kind of looked at me. I go, yeah. I'm a lot bigger now. And he said, oh, yeah. And then I, I knocked the crap out of him in the middle of the A&P. Awesome. And most psychiatrists will tell you that that's a mental problem. I have never felt more satisfied <laughs> in my life. 
nor have I thought about it since that day. You know what I mean? Like, I w- that bothered me. Like, once you released it. It bothered once- me from 12 to 20-something years old. Yeah. And then I went back there and finished it. And uh, and I didn't I didn't kill the guy. I didn't break anything. I just did what he did to me with my hands. And uh, <laughs> nothing has been more satisfying. So I've all, I learned an, a lesson early in life to not let those things hang out there. Take care of them. And it's not always a fighting thing. It's just saying something to somebody. I also, in reverse, do the, uh, I will tell people, you know when they say, tell people you love them because you never know. They're, I will tell people. I will thank them for everything they did for me. Um, I will, I will, I remember one day I was, uh, sitting there and I was thinking about Bob Murray and I sent Bob Murray a text and I said, you have been one of my most consistent friends over the years. And I thanked him for that. You have to appreciate people as much as you have to hate them. So it's hard for me to say, and there's a couple of missed opportunities. There's a couple of guys I'd like to punch that I don't see anymore. Um, that I'd like to find them and punch them. But even like Galvin said, it's not really that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. If I had the opportunity to do it, I would take it, but nothing that's keeping me awake at night. You gave me my opportunity last year's punch out, so I appreciate <laughs> that. Well, I think you stepped in for all of us. Yeah. But at the same time, you fought Crying Ryan. You were mad at him for something. You got the opportunity to beat him up legally. And then we all got to forgive Crying Ryan right. and move forward. And now when I see him, we hug and everything's fine. He came to my house. Yeah. And Seth didn't. <laughs> oh, I don't want to start all that again. Oh, was invited. oh man. So I, I can't be more. Um, I will always tell you to take care of your business now. Or even takes you a couple of years to take care of it. And I don't even necessarily mean bad. If you have somebody you haven't talked to. I, I'd see people sometimes are like, I don't talk to my parents because when I was a kid, they did this. And then I'll die. And I'm like, you only have one set of parents. And when they die, you'll never get to go talk to them again. And that'll bother you for the rest of your life. Go back and tell them why you're mad at them. And then don't talk to them anymore, but at least get it out of your yeah. system. I really wish I had a little bit more of that when somebody cuts me off in traffic or somebody's an idiot in the grocery store to say something to them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, dude. You, may, you may outlive us all because yeah. of that. No regrets. You just get it all off your chest. Immediately. Oh, man. All right. I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't really. I wish I had an answer. I wish I had a good answer, uh, one that was looming where I'd go, I never had the opportunity to fight this guy or whatever. I hold on to things way too long. I bury that stuff deep. Well, and you should have beat up your, of... your stepfather. Oh, I wish, yeah. You I, wish d- I, I mean, had you done that, you'd probably not have as much built-up anger as you do. 100%. Or health problems. Yeah, Galston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that could be true, too, This in the holding in of the stress. Possibly, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Um, my wife told me that when she went to high school... That some older bully girls, she got a brand new winter jacket, and they stole her jacket. Mm. Yeah, I want to go back and find those girls. Yeah, right? Yeah. Evidently, my my father-in-law went and got the jacket back, but I want to go find those bitches. Yeah. Choke <laughs> them out. Cool. I'm more mad now that people had hurt my wife. Joe has a great story, and Joe, I'm sorry if you don't want me to tell, but it's a great story. When he was a kid, he got beat up on the bus, and his dad went on the bus with a shotgun and was like, touch my, <laughs> touch my son, and I will end you. And I was like, that's fantastic. That's, that's what great. I hope my father would do. That's great. My dad taught me you never start a fight, but you always finish yep. it. So and did, so, like, there was one time this girl came up and she punched me like ten times, but she was tiny compared to me. And finally, I just had enough and I hit her twice and I knocked her out. Never hit you again. Yeah, no. Spanish. <laughs> uh, Pep, Pep, ever tell you about when they stole his cover? For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.